It's Ray Lytle. Let's try to keep this uncomplicated and simple. I thought this was so simple. <laughs> Excuse me, Mayor, what are we voting on? <laughs> All right. Short meeting last night. Oh, let's go. How, how long was it? Uh, take a guess. What's considered a short meeting? Hour and 35 minutes. Nope. Hour and 10 minutes. Nope. Not under an hour. Yeah. It got under an hour? Wow, that is very short for them. Keep going. 46 minutes. Nope. 37 minutes. Nope. Not shorter than that. Yep. 29 minutes. Three minutes shy. Really? 26-minute meeting. Wow. That's pretty good. That's amazing. Committee of the Whole. You had uh, Alderman Donilon keeping those trains on time. Well done, Alderman. Well, I might. I, if they keep them that short, I might. I, I might run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, they still got to a lot, um, a lot of uh, different issues. Let's go ahead and uh, jump right into um, the beginning of these meetings. They, of course, approve this, that, and the other <clears throat> when it comes to like you know the record Gail, of the previous meeting. Gail Simpson, is that? Have they done the recount? I don't know yet? yet. I gotta. I gotta. I, need, I gotta, I gotta get Don Gray. I'm gonna do podcast with Don Gray or something so you can explain yeah. how this all works. So, uh, Alderwoman DeCenso, uh, it's time for. Measures remaining in committee. Okay. These have been there for some of them months. They, they months these, and months and months. When the, what happens is uh, when they don't think something's going to pass, they hold it off in committee. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's they just stack they up. Yeah. Uh, and this one in particular, Alderwoman DeCenso wants to uh, essentially get rid of. But I would like to remove 2017 489 and just let it drop off the table. 2017. What and then is... the ordinance number, that signifies the year. Right, yeah. So that's 2017. That's I mean, two years what, ago. What is this ordinance? It was a, um, well, let's find out what that ordinance is. All right. Okay. Is there a second? Second. second. Motion and a second. Any discussion? What does it pertain to? It's the Welcoming Cities Resolution. Okay, thank you. The Welcoming Cities Resolution. Oh, they don't want to. Remember that whole deal? Yeah, you, you don't. You don't do that in Trump America. Well, uh, you don't do that in um, Trump America. That could be one line of thinking, but another line of thinking, this wasn't brought up last night or anything, but, I mean, the governor just signed a pretty large immigration bill. Yeah, um, saying that Illinois was... uh, uh, Essentially saying that Illinois law enforcement can't cooperate. They're prohibited from cooperating with immigration customs enforcement. Like, you've got to do... You have to do something else illegal that was passed in back in 2017 to, yeah okay not anymore like it's it's gone beyond that governor jb pritzker last week signed a measure i think it was like the keeping illinois families intact act right, or something like yeah. that uh it prohibits local law enforcement from going into cooperative agreements with ice so if ice goes to springfield law enforcement and says we need you guys to back us up in a immigration raid yeah Springfield police are prohibited from doing but, so. But what I'm saying is, is there are some people out there who misinterpret these, and they say that that means that an illegal alien gets to come in and do whatever they want. And they don't get arrested. That's not true. No, no, no. It, you just you don't. You're not arrested for being illegal. Ice here. can do that. Yeah. Ice can do that. That's what I mean. 
So, but what it is is, the is law- for people that think that they can come here and rape <clears throat> and, uh, and pillage and get away with it, that's not what it says. Yeah, right, you can't maybe. you can't commit a criminal act. The police will still arrest you no right. matter where you're from. Uh, so, but local law enforcement previously did not have to report uh, an illegal immigrant unless there were other illegal activities going on. Right. But the one that the, the governor signed most recently, essentially, you know, critics say it makes Illinois a sanctuary state. Yeah. Uh, so that that wasn't brought up last night, but I don't know if that's at play here, that we don't need a welcoming city resolution anymore because well, now we're a, quote-unquote, welcoming state. The welcoming city resolution did nothing. It, it yeah, it was really, just a resolution. It, it just it said nothing. Didn't expend any funds or anything like that. Yeah. So that's off the table. They're not going to bring that up. Maybe they rework it. I don't know. We may hear more about that in the future. Uh, let's hear about the alderman spending some cash. Incorporated, doing business as Sangamo Construction Company for cave-in repairs for an amount not to exceed $1,220,000 for the Office of Public Ooh. Works. $1 million for sewer cave-ins. Oh, really? Alderman McMiniman wants some history. They're, they're, pay, they're paying to cave in the sewer? No, enough to fix sewer cave-ins. Oh, okay. uh, alderman McMiniman wants a little bit of a history to see if the price has increased. Nate, I know we've had some years more cave-ins than other years and it's good to see some historical information on these kinds of contracts to see whether and to what extent the uh, cost is increasing on the cave-ins could you give us some for for distribution uh, by our council coordinator some recent uh, contract amounts for the cave-ins to see how we're doing compared to previous years? Sure. I think we have it for at least the four to five years. I'd like to see those numbers, too. So hopefully they uh, they bring See, the price up. is going up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and not just the price, but also the number of cave-ins. Yeah. How many cave-ins we got? Well, there's old sewers. Something I've watched. Every time it rains, I can tell you we have a problem with yeah, sewers. no question. Um, something I've watched year after year after year after year at the city council is them essentially rubber stamping state mandates yeah right i mean the the purpose of a council is to you know dictate policy through a voting process yeah. of representatives of the community but when it comes to state they usually you're right there's it's there's just like rubber, rubber stamp, stamp yeah. one of them is the prevailing wage standards and all mm-hmm. they they don't debate it they don't say well we're going to change this prevailing wage to that and this to that and no, they just go ahead and rubber stamp whatever the state hands down. In order to ascertaining the prevailing rates of wages for Sangamon County as required by the Illinois Prevailing Wage Act. Moved consent. Second. Uh, motion to second for the consent. Agenda. You should have just said move to rubber stamp. Yeah. Um, well, things are going to change. Here's Corporation Council Zirkel. Uh, there is a new state law that's effective June 1st that actually is going to have the uh, Illinois Department of Labor setting it statewide. Um, it being so uh, close uh, in the time frame, they're supposed to publish by July 15th. So uh, I think it would be fine to pass this. At most, it would just be duplicative. But if your preference would be to wait to see if they do publish it July 15th, we could also hold it in committee if you would like. So here's the um, committee of the whole chair. Mm. Be the last. Or the um, committee of the whole chair. Here you go. Donald is the committee there. Will the Department of Labor continue? I thought I had him lined up here, but he doesn't. Uh, Zirkel ultimately says, listen, uh, this is going to be the last time we rubber stamp this thing. Be the last time that, that the council or any municipality would have to take action. Thank you. So, hmm. you know, have whatever you want to say about prevailing wage. Uh, the city councils, they're not going to have to rubber stamp this stuff anymore. Uh, it's just going to be a state mandate. There you go. Take it up with the state. I wish we were in Springfield. Then I get a raise. 
Uh, one last thing here. Um, tax incentives. All uh-huh. kinds of different tax incentives. Right. Uh, you know, TIFs are tax incentives. Uh, enterprise zones as well. Regarding the enterprise zone by extending the territorial boundaries to include property located on a block bounded by 3rd Street, Washington Street, 4th Street, and Adams Street, including parcels 14-34.0-103.001, enterprise zones for people who are familiar, are um, special zones created by governing bodies that gives tax incentives for new buildings, I think it's like sales tax, they don't have to pay a sales tax for certain things. Um, So this will help spur on economic development. As you can hear, it includes a lot of parcels. Oh my god. This isn't edited. Clerk is just reading off all these parcels. If I go to hell? (laughs) If I die and go to hell, I will just hear his voice reading off. 14-34.0. Gotten his uh, auctioneer skills right. Might be the worst sound. Still going. Still going. Still going. That's my private hell. Wow. Frank Lesko will be in my hell. Frank, could you read that again? <laughs> Be happy to all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that Ralph? <clears throat> no, that was, uh, I think it was um, uh, Red Path. Oh, that's that great. <laughs> I figured I'd throw that in there. Uh, all right, coming back, um, we'll hear some more action that they took, and then we'll hear about uh, cleaning up the city. And Clean it up, the yeah. dirty, dirty, filthy city. Well, and this idea of landlords and absentee landlords oh, and registering them and then. Issuing citations for overgrown yards. And then we're going to take calls on what's the dirtiest ward. Yeah. So that's coming up here. Stay tuned. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. More Council Roundup in a moment. Back with it. Time for more Council Roundup. uh, Maybe. The White House declined a comment following an announcement that Robert Mueller. That's not right. You know, <clears throat> got a little bit of uh, wires mixed up there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> so we uh, had a short meeting last night, but still some good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I figured I'd uh, highlight a few of the ordinances and resolutions that they're talking about. Here's one that uh, some of you sports fans will probably like. In support of Lincoln Lane Community College establishing a women's soccer team. Right, so it's a resolution to oh, that's hey, awesome. hey, congratulations. support a women's soccer team. I didn't know that. Good for them. Corporation Council Zirkel explains a bit more. The committee that was making the recommendation was actually a, a community committee. And uh, so it was to make that essentially that notation. And that's what the resolution does. A community uh, committee that is requesting Lincoln Land to consider uh, creating uh, a women's soccer team. Also, right. oh, we're, we're asking them to consider creating one. We'll see what happens. I hope so. I love women's soccer. Uh, here is a liquor ordinance right. that uh, is looking to give a um, liquor license to a uh, movie theater. So, number of Class O liquor licenses by one for American Multi Cinema Incorporated doing businesses AMC Springfield 12, located at 3141 Mercantile Drive. Oh, they want to put uh, uh, alcohol so I didn't, uh, they, uh, out there on. Uh... Mercantile Drive. Side. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And get those comfy seats. Get yourself a, an ungodly expensive cocktail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think going to, like, rock shows is yeah. expensive to drink? 
You go you go buy some liquor at a movie theater. Well, when you're taking your kids to go see something, you need something to get through those movies. Yeah, but you're going to have to take out a second mortgage or something to start paying for those drinks. <clears throat> um, now it's time for new and unfinished business. You know what? Actually, let's wait. Let's wait. We're going to wait? Yeah, let's wait. All right. Uh, new and unfinished, because it's an important conversation. Right. This is where... You know, aldermen. We don't want to rush it. Yeah, this is where aldermen are really um, uh, letting their concerns be known and possibly even uh, talking about crafting new legislation right on the spot, uh, or at least new ordinances right on the spot. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it'll talk about uh, absentee landlords. It'll talk about cleaning up the city, uh, and also we'll get a schedule update on when the next council meeting is. So stay right. tuned. There we go. Uh, the Ray Lotto Morning Show continues with Council Roundup when we come back from news. Right now, it's news time. Here's Greg Bishop from the WMAY News Center. With news you can depend. All right. So uh, we're at the tail end of the meeting here. Mm-hmm. It's amazing we were able to um, <clears throat> have a 26-minute long meeting last the entire show. Yes. Uh, it's also equally amazing. I'm able to squeeze a two and a half hour meeting into the same timeline. Um, here we are with uh, new business, and Alderman Hanauer has to has to correct the record. Uh, correct the record. Last last week, I I apparently um, made a reference that uh, the reason uh, uh, Spartan Sports Park and Lens uh, Field or that they are for sale. And I guess I made a reference that it might have been because of finance. I was uh, contacted by uh, um, uh, the, one of the owners and uh, was, you know, he told me that there was not a financial issue, it's just uh, other reasons, so he didn't get into that. So I just wanted to correct that and I apologize to him for, uh, for uh, alluding to, I guess, financial reasons. So, uh, park's doing good, uh, except for the rain, apparently. So, uh, I just want to bring that up. So. Okay, let the, let the record reflect that. Listen, yeah. I play on both those fields, and they seem to be doing well. They're con- they're packed every week, and they're packed yeah. all the time. And by the way, rain does not affect play on those fields because they're turf. There you go. Yeah. Uh, moving on to other if new I had, if I had the money, that's business. what I'd buy. Society. I would actually buy one of those. Other new and unfinished business. I'm going to get into a touchy subject here Uh-oh. about um, well, murder. Uh, oh my goodness. We're going we're to get into a subject about um, absentee landlords. Oh my goodness. We're going to. It all encompasses as well this idea of just property management and how mm-hmm. to go after those who are doing a horrible job All right. of maintaining the property. Here's Alderwoman DeCenso. I hate to bring this up because it brings up uh, something ugly that happened in the city yesterday, two days ago. And um, what bothers me about this situation, there was a stabbing. And what bothers me about this situation is that I had reported these residents over a year ago. Um, and then someone is murdered at the residence that I reported. And I'm not blaming anyone, uh, of course not, uh, but, and I know it's an ongoing investigation, so I'm trying to be respectful of that, but this is an absentee landlord. And we have an ongoing problem with absentee landlords in the city. And as a body, we have got to do something to change that. Because if someone can die over $100, on, in what is actually a very nice neighborhood, um, we have to fix this, and we have to fix it fast. 
because I don't want this happening anymore. It's enough. What's the solution? Not sure. Well, um, I mean, she's not, <clears throat> she's not wrong. There are absentee landlords yeah. all over the city. They were just really not doing their due diligence yeah. to make sure they got um, the properties upkept, that uh, they're making sure there's not illegal activity going on and so on. Uh, here's Alderman McMiniman with a thought. The um, aldermanic candidates were questioned what their position would be on registration of landlords. And... To my recollection, I believe there was very strong support for that, for uh, the city moving in that direction with our city code. Registering landlords. Uh, seems to be a popular idea. Uh, here's more from Alderman McMiniman. At the same time, if we go towards registration of landlords, I think we can also move towards changing our violation citation process so that when we have repeat violators they don't get to cure their problem repeatedly repeatedly with all the cost that, that involves where we send out a inspector the citation is issued a time is given to cure they cure and then no fee or fine and then a few months later the same problem recurs There's back at it uh so you've got this this question of enforcement and how do you go about enforcing something? Well, then you get into the absentee landlord issue, and what if the landlord's not around? Alderwoman Simpson said she had some residents approach her about a business. She called the business. A manager at the business said, I can take care of that, but I got to get a hold of the landlord who lives in Florida. Alderwoman Simpson said, this is just nonsense. That, to me, makes no sense. Our city needs to look better. People coming into that area, they see graffiti and they automatically come to some conclusions and they're not all positive. Uh, it should not have taken a call from the manager. The manager should have some, some level of responsibility to take care of it. But she said, well, no, I have to get in touch with the owner. So we need registration. And, you know, it's, it's not to penalize anybody it's to make sure that as a city we know who landlords are, who owners of businesses are, right. so that we can go directly to those individuals and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing with regard to the city of Springfield. Because again, South Grand is a gateway into the city. Gah. We cannot have it looking bad, nor can we have other parts of the city looking bad because we can't get in touch with landlords or business owners. I was just thinking the other day, it's driving down South Grand, uh, we were heading, you know, from downtown area out to the um, highway, and that's yeah. you know, it's a major thoroughfare through town. Yeah, you can't have these roads that are that are entrances or yeah. exits, gateways into, into the city. Yeah, you can't Overgrown have them looking grass, horrible. boarded up yeah. buildings, uh, horribly kept areas. It's just it's one of those things where people coming in to check out all the Lincoln sites. If they take South Grand, they may have thought they took a wrong turn. Listen, I I've got an amazing landlord. Amazing landlord. I mean, I, I I never ever speak to him. My wife does, but I I never speak to him. Um, but I'm lucky. I understand there are some crappy landlords in this town, and yeah. uh, some of them own property in in on Gateway Streets, and they've got to do something about it. Here's Alderwoman Turner. I would be very much in favor of of us picking that um, back up again and uh, moving forward very swiftly to um, affect a 
landlord registration in the city of Springfield. Older woman Connolly. It's um, everyone needs to play their part. So I would um, appreciate if we could have something sooner rather than later on the table before us to review and start moving forward. So I'd imagine we're going to hear more about this uh, in the very near future. Oh, good luck to her. She's got she's got a little dimension on the council roundup. Where to go here in Connolly? Um, and Alderman Hanauer. We have we have some bad landlords in Ward Ward 10 as well. Really? And. Uh, you're right. You can't get a hold of them. The place is is a mess. And he talks about the enforcement mechanisms that are in place. Right. And might it be time to actually stiffen those up? A progressive discipline type where it's first, you know, they have, I think it's 30 days to correct something. Well, after that, it should be 15. After that, it should be five. And then after that, they, they, they're going to get a ticket right there. I mean, they, there's no, no timeline or something to that effect. Um, we we got to do something. We you know got to do wow, something. Wow! I, I, in Ward Ten? Yeah, he said it's not just a problem in uh, the inner city. It's wow. a problem in Ward Ten as well. So uh, I guarantee we're going to hear more about stiffening fines and penalties and timelines and also this idea of a uh, absentee landlord registration or some kind of landlord registration in general. Uh, so that'll be a. a what do they call that in the literary world? Foreshadowing. We're going to burn a giant L on the top of their forehead and right. signify they are landlords. We're going to put two L's on it. Lose your landlord. No, I, I think the problem is a lot of them don't even live in Illinois. Yeah. Like they've moved. Move they're, to Florida and they're the ones that are leaving, they're, the, they're, they're leaving the state. They're investment properties. They're, yeah. they're, they're just, you know, making money off of it. Uh, quick scheduling updates from oh. the clerk. I point out that we have no council tomorrow or next week on Tuesday. Oh. It will. The next council meeting will be July 9th. So we got a week oh, off. Oh, wow. Now. Look at that. Thank God. <laughs> Congratulations to you. <laughs> All right. There you go, everybody. That's, That's a, a council, council round.